0: Welcome back to Fairy Boss Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Alfie Rali, And I'm your co-host, Catherine. So I'm super excited to introduce to you guys Catherine. Uh, She is the esthetician and also my colleague. Uh, She is renting a suite in my place and really successful business owner. So I thought I would invite her to the podcast and just mainly talk about uh, the truth behind uh, being a business owner, uh, especially in the beauty industry.
1: Yes, I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah. It's been such a cool experience just seeing you put this together. I know. Uh, it took me some time to put it together. And uh, when I wanted to do something, I always wanted to like stay consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but finally, we're here, and I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> so Catherine is one of the... Um, person that I have encountered, uh, you know, working in the beauty industry so many years uh, that I really admire and the way that she runs her business and how she deal with her clients day to day. i not just saying this for the podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so
1: sweet. Like you make my heart happy when I hear things like that. Yes,
0: I, I mean it because uh, the way that I see you dealing with clients, like how professional you are you know, just the interaction that you have and all these clients coming back to you. I know uh, there's no shortage of, you know, people doing the same service that you're doing. And I'm pretty sure mainly a lot of clients are coming back to you because of the way you are and how uh, professional you are and how you treat your clients. So uh, even like uh, watching you from the side and yeah. That's just kind of like the feeling that I have gotten so far oh, working for sure. with you.
1: Yeah, I feel like your clients, like they become your best friends at the they end do. of the day and you just want to make their experience as the best you can make it.
0: Yeah. In the previous episode, we were talking about Lash Extension and just like Lash Extension, most of the services that you offer is also a recurring service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's almost impossible not to become really friendly with your clients because they're there all the time. Right. And sometimes I feel like uh, your clients just come here just to like hang out and having a girl's day. Yeah,
1: it's a catch up time. They really do become your friends. Like yeah. I see my clients more than my family members. Yeah, so we do.
0: Yeah. They really are your
1: community at the end of the day and your uh-huh. support system. Yeah,
0: they really are. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how long you have been in the industry.
1: Yeah. So I am a solo esthetician. I have been doing this for six years now. Uh My main focus is skincare. I did get into the waxing community as well over time. I feel like you end up falling into it naturally as an esthetician, whether it's just like an eyebrow wax or Mm -hmm. an underarm wax you have to like kind of know the basics of everything Uh Um, but my main concern is with acne correction and pigmentation Mm -hmm. as well and then I carry that throughout full body treatments because skin doesn't start just on the face yeah people have issues with their back you know bikini line area leg even so Uh I try to offer a little bit of everything Uh to everyone so they don't have to go and hunt and do extensive research on things that may
0: not even work for them i want to have like guaranteed results for everybody yeah absolutely and i can see a lot of clients uh come to you they get more than just one service Mm -hmm. um you know uh sometimes even for clients uh convenience it's better that you do offer multiple service because you know um Sometimes going into different uh, businesses, initial step is just really hideous. And uh, having someone that you can feel completely comfortable with to do all the services is definitely really comforting. And uh, I think, like, clients will really prefer that. So what made you uh, decide to work for yourself and get into, uh, you know being a girl boss and uh, run your own business?
1: Yeah, so long journey. I feel like over time, I have always just noticed little details in businesses where I would make that recommendation to who I was working for, and they never wanted to add those little niches that would perfect the business Mm -hmm. for their own. So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of over here, like bending over backwards to Mm -hmm. make somebody else's business grow, so why not try to do that for myself and where my clients have a spot where they can really be catered to Mm -hmm. and not just like quick in and out the door service they can really like take their time and know that their needs are being taken care of
0: that's amazing and how did you build your clientele initially um it did start you know working for their previous companies um a good Three
1: years Uh of just building that loyalty and trust in my clients. Uh And of course, with more of my services being like intimate services, Uh a lot of people, you know, don't want to just go to anybody And they don't know that they necessarily have the education Mm -hmm. for their skin concern. So when you have that trust with your client and you're giving them this knowledge and not, you know, pushing services on them, they open up to you Mm -hmm. and they want to try these services with you and they start seeing the results whenever they do book with you. And they're like, oh, well, like, I really am seeing this progress within this amount of time. I want to continue this journey with you yeah so that's been i feel like the best experience because when my clients get their results you know that's what i live for i don't Uh want you to just like slap this product on and it's not gonna do much for you
0: yeah so that's really been so initially those clients kind of followed you
1: yeah yeah Yeah. so like very first job out of school was european wax center Uh uh-huh and that was back in 2017 Uh uh-huh and i've had clients follow me like from there from day one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's they're like, no, you're leaving me? Uh-huh. They don't want to leave, yeah. you know? And it's funny to even think about when I talk about, oh, like, when I'm, like, 45, 50, I want to retire. And they're like, no, you can never stop servicing me like I need you in my life like (laughs) if you move I'm moving with you so it is cool to see my clients like want to stay with me Uh they really have become my friends like even when I have them like they do move Uh and I'm like hey girl like I'm checking in on you are you okay like making sure you didn't get kidnapped out here (laughs) I just need to make sure you're okay because you see them every single month yeah so they really do become your like network system they do
0: yeah yeah Yeah, I I see the relationship that you built with your clients definitely is the case. So what are the challenges that you have uh, encountered, you would say, like, you know, being your own boss and running your own business? I feel like
1: finding that work-life balance Mm -hmm. can be really hard because for me, I'm that person. I give it my all. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to just, you know, give it like a certain percent. When I'm like head over heels on something, I'm going to give up my 100%. So there's been times, you know, where I'm up until like four in the morning working on content or researching the next service that I want to carry or making sure I got back to everybody with like their skin analysis. Mm -hmm. So I'm over here, you know, putting myself last and like being tired the next day or like not having time to meal prep. And then that can also carry over into your business as well, because if you don't feel yourself first, Mm -hmm. then how are you going to give to others? So I'm learning that over time that you do have to kind of step back and take care of yourself so Mm -hmm. you're able
0: to run your business properly. That's been my number one challenge. Yes, I agree with you uh, because... one thing that i noticed uh between you and me we are both like workaholics Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think that sense of wanting to have your business like really perfect and serve your clients and met all of their needs uh, that kind of like perfectionism in that is probably one of the thing that makes you successful but and then also behind the scene as a business owner uh, especially when you're working for yourself Every single penny, every single dollar come through your uh, door, come through your business is direct translation of how much effort that you put in. So you're your marketing team. You're Mm -hmm. your service provider. You are your uh, uh, customer service. And there's so in most cases, in my cases, I'm your I'm my uh, videographer, um, (laughs) photographer and all of those things. And I am my uh, H.R., so mm-hmm. a lot of these hats that you have to wear at the beginning stage of your business before you can be able to afford to hire people in a consistent basis to, um, you know, outsource all of those workload. Um, it, it takes some time and uh, you know steps to to get there. Uh, but I think as tiring as it is, uh, now that after going through all that journey, right? I feel like probably one of the reason that uh, we are able to stay in the business we're able to be successful is probably because we're willing to work so much harder uh to our business and then uh after a while once you start seeing the results and Mm -hmm. uh it's um i think like it 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 pays off but and also at the same time like i feel like last time we had a conversation about really learning throughout the journey right Mm -hmm. how to take a break how to Uh, be able to balance that, how to schedule yourself. I think that's something, you know, as a beginner entrepreneur, most people kind of neglect and then had to like pick up the pieces uh, along the way because you do really get burnt out. Uh, And then you sometimes feel like you're out there trying to please everybody. And then you realize Mm -hmm. you're not able to please everybody. But and then you have to really um, have this sustainable mindset to give yourself a little bit break and so, when you come back and you're more refreshed, and then you, you can treat your clients in like even better, um, you know, um, better uh, circumstances or like a mindset. Uh, so, I think that that's really important. And we had many conversation about that, right?
1: Yes. So, so many late night after work, you know, just what we went through for the day yeah. and what it takes to get through it. But it's so rewarding. You know, I definitely like, would never change it for the world, especially just, you know, learning as you go. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the best. I'm very hungry for knowledge all the time. So just the whole experience from start to now to look back and see where the first year was uh-huh. mentally. And yeah. it's like, oh, I did that. Mm-hmm. I've made it and I know I can keep going. Yeah. That's the best feeling.
0: So um, let's talk about, um, like, What are the things that you think like, you know, in order for you to keep your business going like um, that you have to do day to day to to maintain that? Because you're also as a provider, right? Not just uh, not just like running a business behind the scene, uh, but and then also you have to do all of those tasks. So how do you manage that day to day?
1: You know, I feel like really just having your designated time on when you're going to, like, set up, you know, when you have to do inventory, all of that. But even I have designated days where I check in on my clients because the treatments don't just stop at my treatment room. Mm -hmm. I really check in on them to see how their skincare plan is doing, how they're feeling, if they're noticing anything with their Mm -hmm. skin concerns, um, and also with their skin analysis, if they have any questions about that. So I'm constantly, you know a phone call here, a text here whenever I can just to make that connection and to know that, you know, you, they're not alone on this journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you have me because so many service providers are like, oh, yeah, just do the service, and then you're out the door. Yeah. And they don't check on them until they see them for the next month. And yeah. I want to make sure, you know, they're not going to really – they're not going to –
0: be neglected in between, feel like they, they actually uh have someone that care about uh Exactly that. Yeah, their yes. needs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's basically all in a nutshell. Yeah. I want them to feel like they have somebody there step by step and they're not gonna be questioning, like, what do I do? Yeah. That's the worst feeling, especially like when it comes to your skin.
0: Yeah. I think something that you mentioned like while you're telling me about this, uh what I picked up on is the fact that you know, you do follow up with your clients mm-hmm. and you d- really do care. And I think that's something that is really uh, important for you to be able to make it in this industry because yes. uh, I have been in the beauty industry for about 10 years now. I have done a very different types of work in the industry. Now I'm doing permanent makeup and lash extension but and also education. Uh, but prior to that, I have done uh, so many different kinds of things. Uh, One thing that I realized in like some of the corporate job, of course, like people come and go. Right. I remember when I first started my uh, business, one client told me, asked me, actually, uh, I think it was like I was running an ad and she uh, reached out to me and said, so how is your service different than Amazing Lash? Mm -hmm. Um, So at the time, I was a little bit less experienced in what I do So I tried my best to answer that question. But at the time, I really didn't have a good answer. Now that I have been doing this for about two years now, I can answer that question with just what you have said. We're a small business. So we're not capable of having probably the volume, like some of these corporate chains that they have. But and then we are just like, couple of uh service providers like right where i don't call ever my staff like you are my technician you're my lash artist you are Mm -hmm. my permanent makeup artist so they are the artists and we truly care about our uh clients and most of my clients have been with me for over two like close to two years because i have started from lashing home and they're still here till this day uh because I care about the retention and Mm -hmm. I care about the quality of the work. It's not for me at the end of the day, it's not about just that one transaction. Um, Just like you, I have always followed up with my clients. I check with them, Um, like especially at the beginning stage. Now, not because I don't care anymore, it's because I have more confidence in how much how good of a retention that I can offer. I still mm-hmm. check up with them, but at towards the beginning, I was more frequent on that regard, so make sure that, you know, because not everybody uh, are willing, like, are the type to come reach out to you. Some people right. kind of find that as, like, I don't want to be confrontational, uh, yeah. so they don't say certain things, but, uh, or sometimes they might think that if I say something, she probably will uh, not take it uh, as, like, a Constructive criticism. So, uh, in that regards, they just choose not to come back to you anymore. And as a small business, you know your clients are everything, and being able to reach out to them and constantly care about your clients' like feelings towards your business and getting their feedback. I think is really going to build uh, make your business because at the end of the day, you rely on your clients. If you don't have clients, you have no business uh, no. In, in this. So they make or break. it. Yeah. They really do make and break your business. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate all of my clients have been so supportive uh, of me throughout this uh, journey of like running my own business.
1: Yeah. Even just like to, for them to see where you started from, like mm-hmm. just so small. Yeah. And they're going to continue to be with you and through all the journey
0: yeah exactly uh so tell me a little bit because we talked about where we also wanted to uh talk about like what are your goals in terms of like you know uh running your business um because i know like each year we st- we will start having different goals because we are constantly growing and what we had planned last year might not be the goal for this year so mm-hmm. um what would you th- uh, say that are your like Um, short-term goals within the year, and what are your, like, long-term goals in, like, the five-year?
1: Yeah, definitely more my short-term goals. I want to network more. I feel like my first year being solo, Mm -hmm. it was so focusing on, like, the little nitpicky things of getting the place up and running that I didn't have time to, like, make connections with Uh other service providers, and I feel like it's important to have that community because it yeah. can be such a lonely journey when mm-hmm. you're solo. Because yeah. you're you're just with your clients and you don't, you know, have somebody to relate to mm-hmm. all the behind the scene things that you're going through. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that's definitely since moving into one of your suites here, yeah, has made my mood so much better just being around other entrepreneurs because yeah. y'all know what it's like and just like being around like minded, focused. People who are wanting to grow their yeah. business. When I walk in here, even when you're doing like your trainings or like little <laughs> team meetings, it will bring my mood up because yeah. I'm just like a go-getter over here. Like it's just so <laughs> motivational. Uh-huh. So definitely just meeting more like-minded people to build that structure and community mm-hmm. to keep you having a positive mindset. That's yeah. more of my short-term goals. Yeah. Um, my long-term goals, of course, is just to keep expanding my business with services Uh um and to eventually have a whole you know up running rick and mortar store i want to have like a storefront property where people can be like oh like you can see the sign and this is you know she offers facials and waxing services yeah because i feel like it's also harder in salon suites, it's very important to market yourself because yeah. people can't just, like, see the sign outside, you know? Yes. People don't know that you're in this space. Yes. So you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. So long-term goals, you know, I know, ideally, it takes years to get there. But yeah. we're going to work up to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Like, uh, I think something that you mentioned, like, in the industry, like, I also wanted to, like, network more. But there's also this unfortunately a lot of people have this scarcity mentality Mm -hmm. uh they feel like you know you're competing with one another just because you're doing the same thing but you know after being in this business for so long what i have learned is that especially as a solo artist right um you're not necessarily competing with one another because you only have so much time in your hand and you only need certain amount of clients. And even after that, if they wanted to come to you, you probably don't even have availability anymore. So I think, uh, being able to create that community to help out one another, especially, uh, someone maybe fairly new in the journey, being able to help them, I think is going to really, uh, help you to build that community. And then, um, I am a true believer in uh, in order to receive, you need to give first. And it it does really come back to you tenfold. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys are watching and either you are considering joining in the beauty industry or have already been in the industry, uh, I would say really just to go and reach out to people who are probably doing the same thing or similar uh, projects. Right. And you will realize that there's a lot of people will help you yes. and if you encounter people that haven't been really supportive don't get frustrated continuously go reach out and there are people that are really supportive and have your back and be able to guide you give you tips and i think having that community is really important i do really wanted to do that maybe we can host more events here oh i love that more networking event yeah just, i have been wanting connect. to connect yeah i have been wanting to do that for so long it's just day-to-day finding like, the time yeah you really have to pre-schedule that but and then uh sometimes when i do schedule and i have like clients coming from you know i do have clients coming from austin and dallas mm. like all the time even today uh i did so uh i want to make sure that you know i'm there for them when they're traveling all the way and then your kind of plan fall apart but i really wanted to commit this year to uh, do a couple more events
1: yeah yeah that'll mm.
0: be really interesting
1: yeah, I'm definitely excited if we get the chance to do that. Maybe be like something quarterly.
0: Yeah, even. yeah, we should do that. So uh, if you guys have been following me and been watching, uh, you know, all the contents that I have put out there, um, I do really hope that you guys can come and like really network with us, especially like if I uh, host... Um, i shouldn't say if i i I think i should say i will
1: manifesting it putting it out there (laughs) exactly
0: i will so i really hope that you guys can come over and just network with us um you know um so yeah i really want to be able to see you guys because i do have a lot of clients followed me for so long and Mm. they haven't pulled the trigger and finally when they come and book an appointment because I'm still out here doing the same thing over and over again every day and then all of a sudden I'll have this client or student come in and then tell me like oh my god I've been following you for like a year I have seen where you uh from to like to this point so I really wanted to come get a service with you or like train with you uh yeah I have had that happen so yeah I would love to see more of you
1: yeah, most definitely. Um, never, you know, hesitate to reach out. Um, and I like that how you put that, you know, some people see it as a like competition, but like, it's not at all, because mm-hmm. we all have like, our unique skill. Yeah, in the field. So, you know, some people are for
0: you. And some people aren't. And yeah. you just
1: have to reach out and find your tribe out there.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's something me personally, right? I struggle a lot at the very beginning stage of my business because me, I am a very, um, I'm a very giving person. So Mm -hmm. if I have someone asking me certain questions, I'm an open book. I always tell people like as much as I can. I always help people as much as I can. But I think like, you know, at the beginning, I probably didn't receive it. Uh, so I think I assume everybody's like like me uh but the downside of that is for a while I was kind of bummed out I was really frustrated and Mm. uh kind of like for a time period I not so much of isolating myself just feel like oh I rather just focus on what I'm doing and like instead of trying to like you know reach out uh to a community or build a community Mm -hmm. but i think like you know sometimes you do burnt out and then when you start uh giving it a try again and uh some way uh somewhere along the way that you do find like-minded people and i think you should have that uh like trust that okay maybe this is not my person but it's out there you know i think that eagerness of constantly like that positive mentality of like uh, m- maybe not today but one day it- it's there it's out there you know having that trust it's hard to have that or keep it mm-hmm. but i think it's it's important not to give up on that uh, oh, yeah. on that faith i think
1: yeah i feel like the universe just like put stuff in your hand sometimes yeah. you know like even at the time when I found you, I wasn't even looking for a place. I just saw the ad. Yeah. And I checked you out and I was like, oh, I want to be with her. <laughs> like Her energy is so beautiful. And just she's like such a go-getter. And she was warm. And I just like could feel that she would want to help along the way. Yeah. And that I wasn't going to be alone in the process. And as soon as I had saw her spot, I looked at it that yeah. day and to message you like, can yeah. I move in tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I was telling actually, uh, so like you know, uh, in our studio we have other girls, uh, uh, artists working here. Mm-hmm. We we kind of like talk to each other about like you know, all of these girls like really admire you, uh, like how. How should I say like you're really out there like extremely professional, like the way that you run your business and uh, constantly trying to do better, trying to do something new, upgrading your services and whatnot. Mm. But I I remember when you first uh, came to me because when I put out an ad like renting my suite, um, sometimes I have girls coming in just like, you know, shopping for a price point uh, and like, you know, can you give me $50 more or less and things like that. Of course, your budget matters. It's important. But at the end of the day, what matters more is the environment that you're in. Uh, Like, you know, are you going to be in a welcoming environment? Because sometimes, like, you know, saving a little bit uh, is going to cost you more in the long run. but. Having that good energy around you, having people that are supportive, uh, they're doing the business with you, like you you, you wanted to come back here more. Right. So even like I remember I said that very early on to you, too. I said, like, I'm obviously I don't have too many rooms here. I just want to have someone um, just really a go getter and wanted to you know be here and uh for a while and uh we had that conversation and then you kind of lived up to that so i'm really excited and been so happy that you have been here working with me oh yeah i'm so happy to be here definitely
1: <laughs> a great experience i wouldn't change it for the world
0: <laughs> so earlier we did talk about um and not just today we we had many conversations actually about this of you know a lot of people wanted to um, you know start their own business wanting Mm -hmm. to work for themselves but and then there's uh an aspect of that is really romanticized but and then a lot of people kind of give up right after they realize how hard it is uh so i thought we were gonna go into that a little bit to talk about that so Mm -hmm. do you have something to say in that regard yeah just like the romanticized part i feel
1: like a lot of that comes from social media because you just post the good yeah, you know, or like you just post the outcome, and people don't see the long hours. Yeah, that like you stay up, or like all the planning and checking in on everyone, yeah. and just you know staying late to clean, even yeah, all those things that you do. And you're not necessarily like, getting paid for it, but it needs to be done still. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. And nobody sees the behind the scenes yeah. or even how long it takes to get your business up and running, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or putting that income to the side mm-hmm. and knowing that that's going to be an investment. Mm-hmm. But like you're not going to see anything out of that investment until two or three years later. Yeah. So I think people see like oh, I'm going to start it, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to start being booked and busy after a month of doing it, and it can take up to a year or more to have your books filled, you know? It just depends on how much work you're going to put into it. Yeah,
0: and how committed you are and how
1: consistent you stay with it. Yes, and even that positive mindset of, you know, getting through those hard times, Uh you know? You might have your day be fully booked and then it falls apart you Yeah. Know, especially those times during um the covid era yeah. you know people were just getting it left and right and you're like okay i had like five people and then uh-huh. i only have one person yeah and you just have to you know learn how to make the most out of your time uh-huh. when days like that happen yeah
0: yeah i'm so glad you mentioned that because um I have seen you on those days that... Because we're here and then some days you're like, oh, I have a full day of clients. And in between, I see you doing other things and not having any <laughs> client. And then you tell me like, oh, my day fall apart. But what yeah. I have been consistently seeing is that... Because I am that way myself. So I did notice that you do the same. Probably that's one of the reasons that you are really successful uh, is that those downtimes, right? because I do, I am in the education. I have, uh, you know, I've been training a lot of students and I see like some of them kind of like lose interest or couldn't stick the, uh, with it, uh, when they're suffering through that downtime. Mm-hmm. But what I have been seeing in you is that you utilize that time instead of just getting frustrated. Uh, you're trying to create content and, clean up or like do all the housekeeping things that you normally if you were to be busy couldn't be able to keep up and do Mm -hmm. and just kind of like make the best of it uh and then on the days that you're already stocked up and you have your content created Mm -hmm. uh that you're super busy back to back you have to service clients and then you know all those needs are met and i think like you know i i have been seeing that in you and i really admired that so if you guys are watching and um, I would say, you know, the journey is difficult. Uh, you know, we all wanted to work for ourselves and all wanted to have the benefits of being a business owner. But truth of the matter is the journey is difficult. It is challenging. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. And that's, I think, uh, why we're here for. 100%.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Even on those hard days, it's. I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. Yeah. And just you have to know how to utilize your time. That's yeah. it just be disciplined with yourself
0: yeah because um you know even me i have clients who have been with me for so long right like i do have my policy in place i do have uh my uh rules and i do implant them and it's extremely important we probably will have another podcast to talk about the importance of uh having all those uh, policies and everything else Mm -hmm. in place in your business but i do have that but however i do have sometimes days that come in my really loyal clients like couldn't make it because things happen in life i don't try to just like right off the bat the first time like you know say oh like you have to pay me this much like no show yeah. fee of course if it's a recurring uh, incident like i do implement my uh, rules but once or twice like i give them the benefit of the doubt and i try to use that time and sometimes i actually was like oh um great like today i thought i was going to be back and back-to-back servicing clients and now i get to do the content that i have been thinking about that didn't have time to create or uh you know like create a new uh, marketing campaign or this and that trying to like make the best out of that time and i'm constantly working but i feel like um probably those are the reasons within a very short period of time. I was able to do so much within my business.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like time feels different, too, when you're running your business. Like, it goes by so fast. Even when, you know, your day does fall apart and you start filming, and you're like, oh, like, the hour's gone already. What
0: happened? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's sometimes, like, you wanted to hire people or, like, you know, trying to get creative for that. But and then it's hard, it's, uh, especially at the beginning. It's better to do it yourself because you know your business so much mm-hmm. better than other people. Uh, it takes a lot of resources, money and time to educate someone to yes. get to know your business and your ways uh, to have someone to be able to do those things for you. And now until then, you just kind of have to hustle. And that's uh, all part of the business that uh, most people don't see and goes on behind the scene. Uh, so I mean, of course, ha- I'm not here to tell you like don't have your own business. It's no, so hard. Yeah. Uh, just I think having a healthy, realistic expectations is extremely important. And then another thing you mentioned is that like allocating some uh, fun, like aside, right? I think that's one of the reason that a lot of people uh, end up, you know, falling off of business and couldn't be able to maintain their business as along as they they want to Mm -hmm. is because when they make money they feel like okay i made money and they they go spend their money Mm. and the times that they are not making money they're stressed even more because they thought that they were going to consistently make money i think across the board in any kind of business right um, you have your uh, slow seasons and you also have your really uh, busy seasons and i think you know as an employee, you probably rely on like, you know, I know that my I'm going to get paid for this day, right? Mm-hmm. But as a business owner, I think you really, like every month, you have to know how to um, budget yes. for yourself and put money on the side. And don't think of it as like, oh, I have a saving, but more so think of it as like, this is for the slow season because you still have to be able to pay your rent and pay like you know meet all of your obligations and then uh you know on the slow months you cannot just give up your business just because you know it's going slow you still have to hang in there and you want to be comfortable yeah and
1: especially if you have employees they come before you yeah exactly make sure you know just because summers pop in doesn't mean exactly christmas time people are buying presents instead of getting services done yeah then i always when i see those videos i don't know if you've seen them uh-huh. where it's like what i made in a day as, like the service provider yeah. and i'm like okay well now deduct the amount that you have to restock for inventory yeah and your rent and you know um what you have to pay for your employees uh-huh. and like all of that your taxes people yeah. don't show that so people think like oh i can start my business because this person made like You know, this X amount of money. Correct. And they're not seeing what it takes behind the scenes to fund the business.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's so true because, um, (laughs) believe it or not, I have had clients come to me and said, um, a lot of time new clients come to me and said, Oh, like I've been with this Lash Girl or whatever uh service provider for this amount of time and I decided not to go back anymore because they she came in like hangover and like Mm -hmm. you know like i can smell the alcohol in your breath in her breath and this and that and i noticed that unfortunately some people like they don't take their business as serious and also like consider the longevity and like the sustainability of the business and when it's like high days you go out like you're partying and just enjoying yourself and then the low days you're just complaining and saying that oh it doesn't work maybe this is not for me Mm -hmm. but you know i think if you really wanted to make it in this business or i think in any business for that matter you really have to have the mentality of okay like I am the one who's in charge, right? It's not like um I don't know if I had told you like the word entrepreneur it doesn't mean the person who is walking around wallet full and uh pockets are full. Like that's not what it means that, right? Uh the word entrepreneur means a risk taker, mm. right? As a business owner, you are the one who's taking the risk of be uh, able to make this business Work yeah. and so you have to, you know, budget everything throughout the year for the good times and the bad times. When the good times come, if you have extra money, reinvest in your business, yeah and then that will trickle down to like making more and more money to your business. And then on the slow days, uh, like if you have the saving to be able to like you know pay your rent and you can still stay in the business and I think uh after like you said 2 3 years later uh it just comes together.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you can definitely, you know, like you said investing in your business. I feel like your business is like your baby. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know, you're going to buy your baby everything first yeah. before yeah. you buy yourself something nice. Yeah. And you know, just during that time it's like, yeah, I can go on vacation right now. Yeah. I made enough money this summer. But I would rather have a microneedling pen. Yeah, exactly. Instead. Yeah. And that's going to help my business grow. And then later on, I don't even have to blink when I want to go on vacation. Exactly. You know, so you had to sacrifice now Mm -hmm. so you don't have
0: to think twice
1: later on. Yeah. And then eventually you won't have those slow seasons anymore.
0: Exactly. And I think like, you know, because I am in the educational business too, I do, I train beauty professionals. Some of them are beginners. Uh, some of them have been in the business for a little bit. And unfortunately, sometimes I do, um, you know, have students that, oh, I cannot afford uh, this class or I cannot afford this and that. Um, I'm not seeing it in, in a how should I say it? I'm not saying it in a bad way, but I'm just saying like you not having the resources to be able to re-educate, like, you know, continuous educating yourself Mm -hmm. or reinvest in your business. That just tells me that you are not managing your resources. And that's something that you need to consider from the beginning, right? Like you have to think like, you know, just because my business made this much money that doesn't mean that i have this much money to spend which is a misconception a lot of people do it this way uh you need to think okay regardless i need to budget and my business what are my costs and how much money each year that i'm going to reinvest in my business or each month however you wanted to manage it right and then that way you are able to make yourself like whatever you want, like just like you said. I now I wanted to reinvest in the new service, reinvest in the new education, so that one day I I don't have to sweat and I can just pay for whatever vacation I want, whatever, uh, like you yeah. know, uh, uh, like any a bag or bag, you know, shoes, anything or right?
1: even a even better machine for your exactly. business. You yeah. know, it's like oh, I can you know. Hydrofacial, go get that, like, yeah. you know, in the weekend instead of like, oh, I need to save for like three years, four years to be able to afford this. You yeah. Know? Make the smaller investments so you can work up to the bigger investments. Yeah.
0: You you really have to to manage that. It's not about how much make you make sometimes, and it's about how you manage that resources that you have. Yes. Remember one time I did a training, I don't know if you were here, like a workshop? I believe I probably was. I know. Yeah kind of sat through a few of years. Yeah, so I was um, I was talking about, like, you know, um, how to budget your business, and then it, I was very surprised to... Uh, even, like, when I do training, I was really surprised. Some of my students asked me questions like, um, so how much money I can make, like, when, when I uh, do this? Like, it's coming from like this employee mentality Mm -hmm, right yes
1: so it takes a while to get out of that mindset though yeah transitioning from working for somebody to going solo
0: so i think like before you wanted to do anything it's so important for you to especially when you wanted to work for yourself and do something on your own i think the most important thing you need to do is to change your mindset Mm -hmm. um before anything else, your mindset is your money maker. Your mindset is what is going to make and break your business. Because like me, for example, I knew from the beginning that my business is going to cost me money at the beginning. I'm not going to make money off of it. I'm going to invest all the money that I make is going to go back to my business. Mm-hmm. And I had that from the beginning. It was part of my expectation. And the reality happened that way. I made a lot of money, but and then also I keep reinvesting in my business. And now I'm not three years yet, but two years in the business. When I initially started, of course I had those fears. Like, am I gonna be able to pay my rent? Am I gonna be able to make yes. it happen? Uh, am I able even be able to get clients at all? Mm-hmm. Right. But from the beginning, I allocated a certain amount of budget, and then I was always ahead of. The game in terms of like how much money coming in how much money coming out so on that uh like workshop i did talk about how they should um you know how much money they should have as an initial capital to to start their business and to my surprise a lot of those uh students and uh, attendees were surprised that yeah. they need an initial capital to jumpstart their business and uh, you know like if you have never considered this consider it and if you have a certain amount of money saved up uh, try to save as much as you can but and then also for focus more on how to budget it instead of like oh I don't have certain amount of money so maybe I couldn't do it because with a small amount of money as long as you reinvent in your uh, reinvest in your business you can still uh, make it work
1: oh yeah and just as investments like your knowledge too like you said with Mm -hmm. the continuing education knowledge truly is power like the more you know the more that's what sets you apart from others yeah so I feel like if you're taking those continued business Mm -hmm. classes you know how to set yourself up for success in the long run
0: yeah and I think like um here's the thing not just that even the way that you can communicate with your customers are gonna be yeah. in a different level if you consistently educate yourself, uh, Invest in your uh, continuous education. Mm-hmm. And what happened is that your clients, compared to going somebody else, know that how convincing you are and like you know they feel like you are knowledgeable, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And not only they are going to be happy clients and more likely they will refer you clients more. And then later down the road, you realize like everything is just snowballing and you don't even know where the clients are coming from. And you just keep getting hit by clients Uh, as compared to at the beginning. I was desperate, desperate, dying to get clients. And I tried everything, spend money and go around. I literally had my days like going shopping the groceries start picking up clients oh
1: yeah you are constantly advertising yourself yeah. i wear like t-shirts that say skincare specialist yeah. and like always keep my cards on me or if i go out to eat i'm making that connection with my waiter and yeah. i'll like leave my business card with their tip or you know just yeah. little things like that you are never done marketing yourself yeah you
0: have to you have to because uh you know a Another misconception uh, a lot of people have is that if you have recurring clients, some people get comfortable and Mm. they rely on those clients. And when some of the clients leave them, they get frustrated and disappointed. But this just tells me that you didn't have, how should I say it? You didn't have a, a business owner mindset, right? Because in any kind of yeah. business, people come and go. If your business rely on certain type of clients, and you're just getting comfortable with that, that means you're you're more so doing it as a side hustle than actually being a business owner. Because if yeah. you're truly a business person, you realize this is part of the game. It is. Uh, people coming and going is part of the the um you know the dynamic, and you have to constantly, even when your books are filled constantly advertise yourself constantly Mm -hmm. market yourself you have to remind people that you're here yeah yeah even to your existing clients Mm -hmm. like you have to constantly advertise yourself and
1: yeah even you know I have days where I kind of take a break off of Instagram just because I'm tired I'm usually on my stories all the time talking about my products how they function and I'll take the weekend off and then when I see my client she's like are you
0: okay yeah
1: I haven't seen you posting anything and I'm like I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. I just needed a like little mental break for yeah. a minute. But you know, they don't know that. They think, yeah. you know, something's wrong yeah. or, you know, you're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy which is like how social media connects us. Yeah. And with advertising is because they're constantly, you know, competing for the attention yeah. of your client. Yeah. Is, you know, they're not just seeing you. Like, you know, you do lashes. There's mm-hmm. like amazing lash studio out Correct. there. They're probably yes. being like bombarded with all those advertisements Mm -hmm. especially because your algorithm works on they know what you like to look at yeah or what you do get done Mm -hmm. so they're gonna keep showing you those ads and posts so you have to keep grabbing their attention as well yeah but that's why it's mostly important not just advertising yourself but making a genuine connection with your client not just like treating them like oh you're just coming in to get the service exactly no you have to genuinely care about this person and make a connection with them and keep in contact with them as well
0: yeah you you have to and because like i mentioned earlier as a solo uh service provider whether you're an esthetician or permanent makeup artist or a lash extension artist whatever service that you offer you have to have a good relationship with your clients because even let's say your book is fully booked right Mm -hmm. so for permanent makeup In one day, if I can take two to three clients, that's a day that I completely work to the last um, ounce of energy that I have, right? Mm -hmm. And so think about it. If I work five days, all I need is 15 clients that week. We live in a city of close to 6 million people. So all I need is six clients, right? So, um, you know it's enough out there for all of us so you have to like you know just constantly like build that relationship with your clients and then they will come and like refer you and that's just how much you need so yeah. you, you you really have to be there for your clients
1: and when you do have that connection like we have clients come from other cities you know I've had clients move away they were seeing me for five years already and they're like I can't go see anybody else and they do drive all the way out here yeah every month just to get their services done because you have that connection with them yeah and you made them feel special yeah versus you know they go anywhere and they're just treated like a number you know
0: yeah And another thing that I wanted to mention, which I, (laughs) excuse me, uh, which I struggled a lot sometimes because I really pour my heart and soul Mm. into my clients. Uh, Sometimes you do have clients like really don't appreciate that Mm. and you go above and beyond and you lose the client. And at the beginning, I really beat myself up for Mm. that. And have you? Oh,
1: all the time. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like it's taken the wrong way because like we're excited, Mm -hmm. and I feel like they're trying or they could possibly see it as they're trying too hard to get me. Yeah, you know. But it's like no, I'm just like I really love what I do, and I want to make sure like you're satisfied and happy. Yeah, but they don't take it that way.
0: So yeah, so one thing that I have learned in the hard way is that those incidences really like affect me because I really care about my clients, but. Um, later on, I realized as long as you do your best, you really take care of your clients. And sometimes you do have clients that are not really appreciative or took it for granted. And it's actually better for them to go. Uh, Don't be afraid. There's enough clients that will come back to you as long as you offer an excellent service and uh, you have a good a business going you always can find new clients and that's something as a new artist that I didn't know uh two years ago and I really got like you know um like I feel really down about like every time I have to lose a client but now I it just kind of like part of the expectation
1: yeah and then also learning that like self-respect and having your peace at the end of the day it's yeah. not you know worth x amount of money if somebody's gonna constantly disrespect you yeah and knowing that there are so many people in your city and they will strangers will come in and respect
0: your time yeah sometimes like the the like you know it's not comfortable to uh you know uh face changes but sometimes it actually turns out for the better so now uh being in business for uh, as much as I have, uh, like more and more, I feel more confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something bad happened or something I feel like a little bit frustrated, I constantly remind myself, you know what? This is just a little hiccup and better days are coming. And when you feel that way, it, it does come.
1: Yeah, it's a journey you learn as you go. I feel like when you start off solo, you don't know much until yeah. you experience it in person. Yeah. You don't have anybody holding your hand or like going to your manager, like, how do I deal with the situation? Exactly. Like you just let it roll yeah. and see how it
0: turns out. <laughs> yeah. So I think we had a great discussion. This is my first time doing podcasts with Catherine, uh, but I feel like we made a great team. Mm-hmm. So... It was so fun. I know. I we definitely have to do this again.
1: Yeah. It was like such a good experience for the fir- first podcast that I've been on. Really? Is this your first podcast? It is the first podcast. <laughs> so like I said, I felt like a deer in the headlights in the beginning. Uh-huh. But then it's like, I'm just having a conversation with a friend at the end of yeah. the day and
0: spreading knowledge out there to future entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. I feel like you did such a good job. If this is your first time, um, I have been a content creator for a while. But for podcast, this is my very third. Yes, <laughs> But I think oh, we're having a lot of fun just uh, having conversation, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. So if you are in Houston and if you're an entrepreneur, if you wanted to come on our podcast, reach out to me. Uh, I would love to uh, meet with you. And maybe we can share about some of the uh, challenges that we face, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and you know being a mom being a partner whatever our journey is to share with uh you know the girls and the community out there so to uh you know build a support system for one another yes
1: so. we're all in this together guys
0: yes <laughs> For thanks for listening and i can't wait to see you guys next time